It's middle 1920s, and here's Mrs. Theodore Dumoulin listening in her home. We appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us how far the broadcast is reaching. Hey, welcome back. Uh, KRKO's current morning mouth, Tim Hunter. Uh, grabbing people that have passed through the halls at KRKO over its 100 years. And I've been reaching out to people who no longer are in the building. And then I realized right under my nose is a guy who came to KRKO and never left. <laughs> Tom Lafferty. He hasn't passed on yet. No, not yet. Uh, Tom, you have been at KRKO, the station celebrating 100 years, for over a third of its lifetime. Yeah, just about. Yeah, about 30. Well, in fact, it is 35, 35 36, 37 years in that range. Uh, yeah. I, I did my research before this whole thing started. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that first day you walked into KRKO. What was going on? Who was there? Well, I, I had already started doing the Everett Aquasox, which at that time was the Everett Giants, mm -hmm. for the in-stadium thing. And the guy that was doing the radio call-ins, we didn't do full play-by-play -play of the baseball, Brett Buckwalter, he was going to do football and asked me if I wanted to help him with football coming up in the fall. We said, sure. And so... And actually, we ended up then doing basketball instead of football. But And Bill Kusler and I came and did basketball with him. I was the host, and Brett did play-by-play, -play, and Bill did color on basketball. Wow. And so we did that. Well, that summer, as happens in the radio business, Brett got fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> which, funny. Which is a different story. Uh, he, he went on fine. He did a morning show in Wichita for 25 years. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So he was uh, just fine. So Bill and I walked into Marty Rowe at that time and said, Oh, Marty Rowe. We'll do play-by-play -play and color on football coming up because it was in the summer he got fired. Mm -hmm. Okay, you guys are on. And here here we are. Wow. <laughs> and, and like I say, I always knew how to set up the gear, so that's what we did. That's job security right there. Yep. So the legend of Tom Lafferty is that when I, I remember going out to an Aqua Sox game once and somebody, or sorry, Everett Giants, uh -huh. and someone saying that the announcer up there used to be a pharmacist. Was that you? I was never a pharmacist. I worked at a pharmacy. Okay. Wow. Fact, okay, so we've cleared that up. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I was I was not a pharmacist. Um, in fact, Bill Kusler, who was my has been my broadcast partner for years, on mm -hmm. and off, here and there, Dad owned Kusler's Pharmacy, and then his subsequently his oh. sister owned Kusler's Pharmacy. Well, we were there and working in the hospital equipment side of it. So I was delivering oxygen and and hospital beds and wheelchairs and walkers and wow. things like that for years. Twenty five years, I worked in that business. And then on the side, doing aqua socks, and then on the side doing radio as well. So the radio thing was kind of a side thing. It wasn't your full time. No, it wasn't a full time until 1999 hmm. when I came full time. But wow. yeah, before that, I was in the medical equipment business. This is going to sound like a really crazy question, but what is your <laughs> title at KRKO? Um, sports director and operations manager, but really I'm doing really production director too. So yes, there's a lot of titles. <laughs> they don't make business cards long enough. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so if you're sitting around at the old folks home and you meet somebody and they say, Oh, you're the guy that used to work at KRKO. What stories are you going to tell them? Well, there's, there's just really too many to, to tell. There's, you, you know, we've done high school football championships and basketball championships and We've done auto racing, and we've done just lots of sports. You know, for 
many times we did the Motocraft 500 out of the Evergreen Speedway, so we did NASCAR racing and loved doing that. And and I've always said my favorite is probably I love baseball. That's mm-hmm. different. Baseball is more of a music gig with announcing on the side. <laughs> you know, because you know, you're reading the script and you're doing the players, but you're also playing, I, at least for me, I'm always playing the music too. So all of that is all combined in, and baseball's different. So I love doing that. I love high school football because it's Friday night lights, it's outside, there's big, you know, the other night we had at the Bellevue Lake Stevens game, it was packed, oh. jam-packed, people lining around the stand. That's fun. That's Friday night lights, and it's two great teams. Basketball, I love the game of basketball. And the nice thing about that is it's two hours less, it's fast, it's, it's indoors, and it's warm. Indoors and dry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, that's, right. that's the great sport there. <laughs> and about half the, half the amount of gear. So I get the best of all worlds. Get to do basketball, get to do football, and then baseball, not on radio, but baseball at the ballpark. People get confused by that all the time. Now, you, what is Pat Dillon and what are you doing? It, it's, they don't get the concept that there's the announcer at the ballpark. Mm-hmm. And the guy playing the music at the ballpark, and then there's the radio guy. I'm not the radio guy. That's Pat Dillon mm-hmm. doing the radio. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to do that? No. <laughs> that's a, quite a commitment. I mean, <laughs> I know I know Pat's not traveling as much as he was, but that's a lot of here and there and gone. Right. Right. So yeah, as of last year when we went to long season, which almost doubled the number of games in baseball. Mm. It went to Steve Willits, my partner on Prep Sports Weekly and on yep. high school football on the sidelines. He does the road games, and most of the teams in the Northwest League have gone to that because almost all these guys that are the radio guy for the Northwest, it fit perfectly. It was the middle of June till the start of September, Labor Day, and that was it. And it was kind of fun. You're dabbling in baseball, and you're home half the time, and that's great. What do you mean we start in April? <laughs> so it was just most of the teams have done that or they've gone to a hybrid where, okay, I'll do two road trips and then you do one home and they kind of do that and split it up. It's probably more like um, 60-40 when you actually break it down. And I don't do all the games either, play by or um, PA down at the uh, ballpark either. Mark Hockett comes in. He, he did 17 games this year, which mm-hmm. is enough. You know, Six-game homestands is a lo- big commitment, like you said. And it's six-game road trips. You know, there's no three games here, three games there. We're back for a game. We're back. No, it's six games in big chunks. All of minor league baseball at every level has gone to that. You know, I I think Mark actually travels up every night to the Aquasox game from, like, Federal Way or something. He's a South End guy. In fact, he lives in the same house he grew up in about six oh. blocks from high school, from a high school, Taiyi High School down by SeaTac. Oh, man. So he lives down there, but he does a lot of announcing. I mean, he does the mm-hmm. husky husky baseball, and yeah. he's done games on the on KRKO. He'll do some, you know. If I can't be at a game, he'll go and do play by play on the it. The true so. utility player. Yep, yep. So uh, you've been here for a lot of different formats. You were here when it was all sports. Was that your most fun stretch? Yeah, because that's when I was also for three hours in the afternoon co-hosting a sports talk show with three to six with a fish. Mm-hmm. So I was co-hosting with him, and it was different because now you have to be up on, I better watch the Seahawks game. I better watch the right. um, Husky and the Cougars because we're going to talk about it on Monday. And my favorite part was the first half hour 
of the fish show every day, I had no earthly clue what we were going to talk about. <laughs> we may talk about the Masters, or we may talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, or we may talk about some large event that's happened, and boom, we're going to talk about it, so I better be up on my knowledge on all of those kinds of things. So that was fun. Speaking of a Hall of Fame, there is a Snohomish Sports, Snohomish County Sports Hall of Fame, and you're in it. I am. So when that happened, did you go, well, it's about freaking time. I put a lot of time in. Or were you, were you surprised? I'm fully convinced it's a clerical error. <laughs> and they're they're going to add up. The, they're going to add everything up eventually. Say, yeah, you're not a Hall of Famer. Oh, <laughs> oh I, well, no, that was Tim Lafferty, the older brother. We meant to put right. him in. That's right. What does that mean? I mean, to somebody listening right now, goes, "Wow, Tom Lafferty is in the Snohomish County Sports Hall of Fame, which is over at Angel of the Winds." Correct. Yes. Yeah. The, the the display case is a thing. The, the Snohomish County Sports Hall of Fame, and I've been the MC of it for. <laughs> 10 years. Uh-huh. So I, I always MC it too. That's why they so, can't kick you out. They can't get, yeah. <laughs> now you got to keep me doing it. Right. It's an honor. Believe me, it's an honor. I, I joke about it. I think it's really cool. But, and I, I'm under the category sports contributor, and I'm not the first radio guy. Bill O'Mara. Oh, of course. Was, was, is, was the first one to go in at Somers hmm. County Sports Hall of Fame. And he was always kind of my crosstown, not nemesis. We were, we were pretty good friends. You know, we'd chat if we were at the same game together, but we per- always, endeavor to not do the same game it that's a disservice <laughs> you know yeah why have two radio stations at the same game until until you get to the playoffs and you run out of teams but no if if they're doing the snohomish marysville game we'll do the everett cascade game so if i go to the snohomish county sports hall of fame uh and i find the um tom shrine yeah. what what will i find there do they retire your jacket or headphones or something or what? i've got the actually there's a set of uh uh, sports heads broadcasting old headset is there. Oh, cool! I th- yeah, I think my um, maybe my plaque for this because I'm also not to blow my own horn, but also in the Snohomish High School Hall God, of Fame. It just I, goes on and on. <laughs> I <know. laughs> so I think that plaque is there. I can't really. There's a wow. couple pictures. There's a couple pictures. There's a I think I think a pretty good picture of me of my and my broadcast crew. Actually, that night Ryan Appleby, who played for the Huskies, was mm-hmm. doing color with me on a basketball game. And there's kind of a nice picture of us there, and it's been fun. We've got we've done games at Lumen Field. We've done games at Husky Stadium and the the old. Um, in fact, I've done games in the Seattle Center Coliseum and in Key Arena. <laughs> then the wow. Tacoma Dome. Of course, we're still going to the Tacoma Dome and the King Dome and those kinds of things. And done some PA. For um, in fact, I started going back to doing PA at the um, state basketball tournament too. So that's oh, cool. always fun. You haven't done climate pledge yet. Have not. I've not even been in yet. Oh, okay. Pledge. We got to yeah. fix that. Come yeah, on. I gotta, just didn't have a chance last year. I wasn't. That's a long walk. <laughs> so, is anything on your radio bucket checklist or anything? Anything left you want to do or? I mean, because again, as long as you've been doing this, you pretty much have done everything. Yeah, we've done state championship basketball games and done state championship football games, and I'd like to do another state championship football game. I think mm-hmm. it'd, be, it'd be fun. You know, we we went to it. We went to the game last year and broadcast Lake Stevens, but they lost to Graham Kapowson. So, and actually, one of the talk this year is that Lake Stevens could play Glacier Peak for the state championship. They think both of those teams are pretty good. Wow. So then that would be you there. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say that'd be a good one to go out on, but I'm not ready to go out on it. So. No, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> no, no. You can close that door. <laughs> wow. I want to get more into the history of KRKO and what you can recollect. Um, has, has it ever had a station vehicle? Oh, yeah. We've had, back before I, they had, they had a couple of, I think there was a Renault. Oh, there wow. was a couple of vans. There have been a um, like a bread truck kind of a thing. There some you know portable studio contraptions and operations. <laughs> We've had a couple of vans here the last recently too. Mm-hmm. And you've been in all the buildings. I mean, from, was it Larimer, Larimer Road? Low Larimer is where. Low Larimer. When I first started, that's where it was. And then the station moved in the early late '80s. In fact, we were talking about Marty Rowe and. Mm-hmm. They moved up here to the Cascade Bank, at that time, the Cascade Bank building, which is on the corner of Hewitt and Colby, two blocks north of where we are, or south of where we are right now. And then they moved back down to Lowell Larimer. That's where the transmitter was. Right. But then we we moved up here to the, um, at that time, the Everett Mutual Tower. And then they moved, of course, built the new transmitter, went to 50,000 watts and things out in the Snohomish Valley. Wow. But yeah, so Lowell Larimer, so three different locations I've been involved. Yeah, you've really been around for a lot of the history of the station. And I, you know, and I would just sneak in on Sunday night and record my game promo and sneak back out. And wow. I, I always had a well, in, but in those days, you could come at 24 hours a day. There were DJs. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> back then. Yeah. So it was always the door was locked. So, you know, you'd say, hey, I'm going to come at about 8 30. So they'd unlock the door and I'd come in and wave and go and do my thing and then leave. And. Days before cell phones. Okay, so as long as you've been in radio, uh, do you have any stalker or crazy listener stories? Not really. You know, this. How? Sports, I don't know. <laughs> when we used to have phone books, my number was always in the phone book. But we, we've had maybe every five years you get someone that might complain about something. And usually it's you didn't cover our name or you, you didn't cover our team or you said the name wrong or things like that. So right. uh, other than that, no, nobody has really gotten mad at me yet. Wow. <laughs> we got we got time. No, I had a uh, oh, there was a woman over in Yakima and I'll just do the, do this quickly cuz this is supposed to be about you. No. Um, but one Super Bowl Sunday, oh let's see, I'll go back before that. April Fools Day, the morning guy and I switched. I came on and worked mornings and called myself by his name. And everything else, well, she calls me up and tells me what a wonderful time she had last night. And (laughs) she had apparently the guy who was on in the afternoon had uh, met her at a bar, taken her home, had his way, and, uh, you know, left, and that was it. (laughs) And and he never wanted to have anything to do with her again. Well, when she realized she was talking to the wrong guy, she was embarrassed, and then she latched on to me. So move on to the Super Bowl Sunday. I was complaining on the air about having to work. And uh, she brought down a steak dinner and a half rack of beer to me while I was on the air. I'm going, well, this is okay. Well, what happened was she just started showing up. And like one time I ran a 5K in my cigarette infested lungs. And uh, she followed me in her car the entire 5k wow well i had the program director's wife talked to her said you gotta leave this guy alone everything else she married a guy took the wedding ring mailed it to me saying this should have come from you 
The guy was pissed off to no end. He went down, I'm told, he went down to where I lived. I lived in a mobile home in a peach orchard and waited <laughs> outside there for me to come home with a gun. Wow. But it was a night I didn't come home. <laughs> so, and then that all calmed down, and then that was it. But every year after I moved over to Seattle and started working at Como with Larry Nelson, for the first, I think, five years I was there, I would get an anniversary card on the day that I married my wife from her. Wow. And and the really, really sad part, and this is supposed to be light and frivolous, but apparently her husband died of a heart attack the same weekend that her daughter, son-in-law, and the grandchild all died in a mobile home fire. So that just set her off the far frickin' end. Wow. So she just had those eyes, you know? And so, like I said, everybody has a, usually, except for Tom Laverty, has a, so, boy, you must have a doozy coming. <laughs> I know it. There's, I'm just not going to show up one time. Yeah, just don't answer will... the phone. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Well, you're a whole lot of KRKO history, so uh, thank you for doing this. If you think of any other stories, we'll do a part two. Sure. Uh, anything else that I'm missing we should have talked about? No, I don't think so. I think it, we just had a good time and done games and kind of, like you said, uh, like I said, minded our own business and went and did the broadcast and tried to do as good a job as we could and made friends with people and... So people seem to like us. Okay. So we just keep 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 plugging along. Well, if that woman ever reaches out to me again, I'll give her your phone number. <laughs> yeah. Tell her to, to ring me up. Tom really wants to talk. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Tom. You bet. KRKO, Everett's greatest hits, celebrating 100 years of serving the North Sound. Thanks for listening.